0: Hello and welcome to Miss More Explains. Today I'm going to explain God the Father, his characteristics, and why he's important to Christians today. As always, if you have any questions, you can send them to me via Twitter at Miss M Explains or via anchor.fm forward slash Miss More Explains. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This is the very first sentence in the very first book of the Bible, and it tells us a lot of information about God the Father. Let's break it down and do some quote interpretation. In the beginning. Firstly, this section tells us that according to the Bible, God existed before all things. He exists outside of what we would consider time and space, and in fact he was the one to create all of that. Next we have God created. This section of the quote tells us that God the Father is omnipotent, and for Christians this is where they can trace their awe and worship of existence back to. If ever Christians feel amazed that the earth and they exist in such wonderful ways, they know to thank God for it. God created it all. Lastly, we come to the heavens and the earth. This part of the quote tells us that not only is God responsible for the planet we exist on, but also the universe. Many modern Christians accept God's role in creation as well as scientific theories such as the Big Bang. They commonly view the Big Bang as true, with God the Father acting as the creator of the phenomenon. We will return to the Big Bang in a future episode, on the origins of the universe. For now, let's recap. God the Father, according to the book of Genesis in the Bible is eternal, has always existed, omnipotent, and created all things including the universe itself. There are many, many metaphors and teachings and lessons that can be drawn out of the story of Adam and Eve for Christians today. I'm not going to go into all of them now because I'd end up with a book instead of a podcast. So briefly. Number one, God created Adam and Eve to care for and nurture the land. This links to our modern understanding of what Christians would call stewardship. For Christians, the earth is a gift Adam and Eve were given the job as soon as they were created of looking after it, and that should be mirrored in Christians today. They should look after it not only for themselves and for God as its creator, but future generations as well. Number two, there was one rule, do not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's a pretty clear rule, you're given an entire garden of which you can eat and there is one tree of which you can't eat. They were also told what the punishment would be. It would be death. Very clear rule, maybe fair. Number three, Eve was tempted to eat by Satan. This shows a few really important things about humans. It shows that we've got free will, and it also shows that we've got the ability to be tempted to do wrong. Satan in this circumstance, whether he was real or as a metaphor, is an indication that we will always be tempted, we will always be encouraged to do the wrong thing, whether by other people or by forces of nature. Who can say? But humans also have the ability to do the right thing. For Christians, it's up to them every day to try and do the right thing. Number four. The tree gave knowledge to Adam and Eve, specifically they received knowledge of the difference between good and evil. This was a problem for Adam and Eve because they could now understand that by eating from the tree they had done something wrong. Before this happened they didn't know that eating from the tree would be the wrong thing to do because they didn't have an understanding of the difference between right and wrong All that they understood was what God had told them, that they should listen to him and that they should love him as he loved them. For Adam and Eve, then, as soon as they had eaten the fruit, they knew God in a much more intimate way because they understood the difference between right and wrong, but they also knew that they had wronged him greatly. Number five, consequences of our actions. For Adam and Eve, they did not die straight away, and this might seem that God went back on his word. He did say that the consequence for eating from the tree would be death and in fact Adam and Eve did receive this just not straight away. They were asked to leave the Garden of Eden and that means that they were now able to die. By being alive on the earth as we know it they invited evil and suffering and pain and ultimately death into their lives. The relationship shown in this story is one of a parent and child Even as a metaphor, this is a really important story to understand that God has expectations, guidelines, and consequences if those guidelines and expectations are not met. In the case of this story, death. A separate and crucial aspect of God the Father is his justness and his judgement. There are different views on judgement which we will return to in our episodes around eschatology and life after death, but for now, you need to know that most Christians believe that they will be judged on their actions to decide if they will go to heaven or hell. In order for that judgement, and therefore the earth, to be fair, two things must be true. God must be just, and humans must have free will. God the Father is considered to be a fair and just judge, Who, along with his omniscience knows every person completely and knows if they should have a place in heaven christians learn about the father's justness in the bible in stories when he punishes those who sin immediately following the creation story genesis tells us the story of adam and eve this story gives us a lot of information about the relationship between humans and god the nature of humans i would recommend you read it next i will give you a breakdown of what you can learn about the father from this story And now for this week's listener question. Vanessa in Ormskirk asks, how do Christians celebrate God the Father? Really good question, Vanessa, thank you. Interestingly, there are no major festivals that celebrate God the Father. This might be due to what we discussed last week. The Trinity is God united, so any celebration of any person celebrates them all. For Christians today, then, God the Father is important mainly due to the characteristics he has. They must strive in everything that they do to fulfil God's expectations. But how can they know what these expectations are? That will be explained in our next episode, God the Son. In terms of worship, many hymns and prayers relate to God the Father and praise his various characteristics. For example, the Lord's Prayer. That begins by saying, our Father. And that's really as much as you need to know here. Christians consider God the Father to be their Father not only because he created everything, but because he keeps them alive today and he protects them. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you very much for tuning in to Miss More Explains. If you have any questions about this episode, any suggestions for future topics, or would like to know more about religion in general, please get in touch via Twitter at Miss M Explains or send a message via anchor.fm on our show page. I'll be back again next week to begin an exploration of God the sun. Bye for now!